This is the Financial Coconut Podcast, Singapore's first personal finance podcast network. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut. Every Wednesday, you'll be chilling with me and my guests, who are some of the quirkiest, geekiest people we can find on the internet about how they do money and life. Sit back, relax. We are a few days away from the weekend. Welcome to Chill Swift TFC. I mean, the franchise are many, many types. Even Undertaker can be a franchise business. Wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, Undertaker? Yeah, yeah, franchise business, right? IT company, <laughs> consulting company, laundry company. So many. As long as you have a perfect, proven mm. system, mm-hmm. you can franchise. Welcome to Chill Swift TFC, where we sit down with the geekiest, quirkiest individuals to learn about how they do money and life. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and today I would like to introduce you all to a concept called franchising. I know, okay, it's not revolutionary, but I think whenever we, as working professionals, think of starting a side business or side hustle, what do we think of? We readily stray into the realm of, hey, which friend can I pick to do this together from scratch? Right, right, right. So we rarely, and uh, let us be clear, like we rarely explore franchise and licensing. So today, we went through everything, right? From the fees associated with franchise, the success rate, the capital runway you need to prepare, and tips and tricks on how to hire and operate the business. All with Eric Lim, VP of FLA, Franchising and Licensing Association, and Master Franchise of My Gym in Singapore. So yes, it's not all about FMB. This is Chills with TFC. Okay, so uh, very happy to back, be back in the studio. Well, it's been a long time since I recorded. <laughs> Once a month, I come in to record. And today, I have a very interesting and special guest with me. You know, uh, and I found him on LinkedIn, right, actually. Right, so <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a weird way. What a weird way. Actually, actually not that weird. You'll be surprised. Oh, yeah. There are many other people that I found on LinkedIn. I saw their posts. I was like... Hey, this guy interesting. Let's talk. And then I'll, I will verify and all that. So you want to introduce yourself, you know, let our audience get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, thanks, Reggie, for um, inviting. And I actually seldom post anything on LinkedIn, you know. And uh, somehow <laughs> that is you, a good you, sign. That you, means you, you must start. You picked up that thing. <laughs> I also, in fact, don't know why I shared after so long. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm in the franchise uh, arena, has been doing franchising for about 16 years, mm, mm. Um, starting my own, uh, doing nothing, and then eventually coming to the business of educations. So very passionate about educations, and I'm also a publisher for a, a book, a national bestseller. Uh, that book itself was made into a movie many, many years ago. Serious? Hey, I yes. didn't know this. <laughs> what book? Please drop your drop the name of your uh, book. The book itself is called Appreciating Your Child. That is, uh, yes, Jack Neal actually took the concept from the book and made it into a movie. I'm Not Stupid too. actually is from... That oh. book itself. Yeah. So I have the privilege to translate the book from a Chinese version and make it into a national bestseller within 72 days. A national best English book in Straight Times and Kinikuni as well. But that is about 15, 16 years ago <laughs> when Jack Neal launched their 
小孩不笨二 that time. Really? Oh,、yeah. okay, okay. Are you part of 小孩不笨三 No, but they they actually spoke to me. But no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> They're、yeah. not picking your brain for the latest parenting.、Uh, I think they 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 are filming other things. So、oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So recently, about a month ago, I published my second book. It's about paradigm. Uh, which means we're helping parents to rethink their parenting. So anyhow, um, that's what I do in the past. Knowing nothing about business, get into the business, get into franchise, <laughs> and、um, since then. Run number of businesses here and there.、Yeah, mm. Some fly, some don't fly, you know. And that's why we are here、yeah. to talk about what don't fly.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also talk about what fly, right? I mean, you need to give people the the context. Just everybody only talk about what flies, what、yeah. succeed, what what you know, and then, then they go around peddling all these you know frou frou、yeah. ideas, right? So sometimes like you read Facebook, right? All the good things on the Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes after reading a while, you feel a bit miserable. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> everybody successful. I'm not. I'm still there. Not successful.、Right? Uh, uh, but <laughs> These things get the algorithm going, lah. It is what it is, right?、Yeah. But that's why we are here to do, you know, the discussion on like what actually works, right? What is franchising? How does it work?、Mm. And and all that jazz, right? And then I think he he a bit undersell himself, right? You're the vice chairman or the VP of FLA,、yeah. right? Franchising and licensing yeah. Yeah. association of Singapore, right? Which essentially does everything, lah. Essentially all the franchise licensing. I I remember I go to a few of your events before, yeah, yeah. just to kind of see what's going on. Uh, franchise licensing association. Association as in short, it's called FLA.、Um, our job is actually helping company actually to internationalize their business out from Singapore. Also,、so、not the other way around.、Um, not bringing franchising、uh, in. Two way, basically okay, two way. But、okay. a lot of times we want to bring Singapore company out of Singapore. Mm, mm. So we do mission trips to different countries.、Uh, lately, the last one that we did was in. To Tokyo, to Japan,、mm-hmm. yeah. So we have a series of other events coming、so、along the way. What is an interesting and up and coming franchise from Singapore going up? I think typically many franchise people are focusing on the FMB. Yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah. everybody yeah. will know FMB is the major one going overseas.、Right? Yes, yes. But in fact, there are many other types of franchising, not just FMB, not just education. I mean,、mm. the education world. There are many many franchises coming into Singapore and also out of Singapore. There are so many types of.、Mm. <laughs> So,、yeah. so I mean, what what is the what is the most interesting one in your radar at this point in time? Personally, I'm not looking for any franchising for myself, like、mm-hmm. because I'm already doing quite a handful <laughs> things in my plate already. I, I I'm not thinking of. But actually, education company looking for us to help them to venture in Singapore. Recently,、mm. China company coming to see us. Previously, we have UK company coming to see us. You know, mm, mm, yeah. So that is coming in, right? Going out. I mean, the franchise are many, many types. Even Undertaker can be a franchise business. Wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, Undertaker. You have a franchise business, right? IT company, <laughs> consulting company, laundry company. So many. As long as you have a perfect, proven、mm. system. Mm-hmm. You can franchise. Okay. Okay. Doesn't mean that、uh, you can. You know,、yeah, you, okay. everything can be franchised. I would、mm-hmm. say,、mm-hmm. as long as you must be proven. Yeah, and 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 actually, that's the whole concept of franchising, right? Like you, someone has done the groundwork, proved that it can work,、yes. got to some sort of a scale, write down the manual end to end, correct, and then sell to you, right? And then you repeat it down downstream, right? It, probably that's the idea, right? Correct. Okay. okay. Exactly. Yeah. Great. See, that's the end of the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but but then who is suited for something like that? Like who will be very suited to be a franchisee? I think people who want to do something for themselves and not too sure what to do.、Mm. There is no proven、uh, system that you have. For example, like like myself, sixteen years ago when I come into the business, there's really two way. One is 
I do my own. Mm. I start my own brand. And, and that's I, what a lot of people do, right? Yeah, a lot of people do that. I can start my own brand. I think of a concept, create a menu, create the curriculums, and or create my recipe of certain cookbook, and I can I can go and do my own. Why should I franchise? But then we was actually thinking about it: whether should we franchise or should we just uh, be our own, right? Eventually, we choose to go by franchise because we really uh, doesn't know education that much. Mm. Uh, I come from the IT world, working for a big <laughs> IT company. What do I know about education? I know nothing about education. But that's the best way to succeed then is to go on franchise mm. everything is being provided I just need to follow the system and it mm. works but but isn't it like you know a lot of people's mindset is oh but it's very expensive buy a franchise you know what I'm saying like okay you do your own uh, maybe like 60,000 you can start a rental everything but then you do the franchise like 60,000 is just the upfront fee right excludes every other thing else and then because it is a big system then you got to input a lot of other systems right from the start right and how, how would you reply to someone like that uh, what you say is totally correct uh, of course I'm the to... financial coconut yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right to, to say that you can just take the money and start your own mm. and versus mm. paying this amount of money to a franchisor but we always must think what is the opportunity cost does it mean that your system you come out the thing that you come out it works it may not may not be and based on some of the research, I would say a lot of company did not succeed. This is based on research, not coming from, from me. 30% of the company died after four years. Mm. Uh, those are that people who come out their own concepts and do their own way. Mm. Well, you look at the franchising uh, arena, 95% of them are still in business after two years. And 85% of them are still in business after five years. So which one have a higher success rate? Okay, right? okay. I want to double down and clarify that, right? So essentially what you're saying is if today I become a franchisee, let's say I franchise uh, Subway or like Nanyang Kopi or one of the education brand out there, mm. Kumon or something, right? Mm. I, I, mm. Not sponsored. I would love for you to sponsor, but you know, <laughs> so not sponsored, <laughs> but any one of these brands out there that we see everywhere, if I go down that route of being a franchisee, my success rate within the first two years is 95%. It's higher. Okay, okay, okay. Unless you're very familiar in the industry already. Mm. If you're not, you're brand new like us uh, in the beginning of 16 years ago, we know nothing, right? Mm. And the best way is for us to get a franchise. Mm. and uh, systems are proven one thing I say proven if you come out your own thing doesn't mean that it's proven <laughs> you can cook very well of your chicken rice at home mm. but it may not be proven in the market mm. you may taste good your chicken rice but it may not sell because everybody have a different taste part right mm. Mm. yeah and so you buy a franchise there is a reason why people sell a franchise mm. it's mm. proven the menu are there the mm. recipe are there basically a guidebook is there for you to guide yourself through mm. well mm. it's not you create your own guidebook Fair, it take a long fair. time. An opportunity cost can be very high. Yeah. And and so in that extent, right, essentially it sounds a little bit like we are a little bit in between like being a business operator and investor type of situation. Is there a way to think about it from a mindset standpoint that, you know, compared to investing in like the markets and property, just rent yielding, right? And trying to make dividends and doing your own business, right? Where, where does where does franchising kind of sit in that? Spectrum. Do you have to owner operate or uh, are there many ways about this? Okay, let's say you invest in property. I think we all know it's that's Singapore, what everyone property. <laughs> more most of the time, I'll say majority of the time you make money. Mm -hmm. There are people still lose money, lah. Yeah, sure, yeah. but majority there's a no brainer. Everybody will go, but the upfront of investment is actually very high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't buy a, a small property and then with just uh, uh tens of thousand you can start no. Mm -hmm. You probably have to fork out a hundred over thousand at least mm -hmm. to buy a small property. But now a lot of them are going to co-living their investment. Mm -hmm. So that's another way of investment. The other way is you you put your money in the stock market. Mm. Very liquid, that's true, but very high risk. Mm. So then next come the two. What is, you buy a franchise or you start your own? 
Mm. Start own definitely is also very high risk, but starting franchising is a lower risk mm, mm, because mm. you are guided by somebody. But doesn't mean that every franchise can be successful. But you still got to operate, right? As a as a franchisee, how much bandwidth and you know personal hands in the business you need to have? Okay, I would say you have to put just like you're taking care of a baby, right? You have your own baby. Can you just uh, bypass yourself? Let your helper to grow a baby? No, it's actually different. You have to actually do it yourself. You have to dirty your head under understand the system, go and cook the bread mm. or go and <laughs> fry the chicken or cook your fried rice or whatever That's or go and teach. <laughs> At least you know what is it about. You mm. cannot just depend everything to your staff. Mm, mm. But it doesn't mean that you being a franchisee, you have to work your whole life there. Mm. No. Once you build to a certain level, you have committed staff, then you can pass on. Yeah, mm. I can pass on to your guys to run the business for you, to operate the business for you. Doesn't mean that seven days, every day you must be there. Like mm. for us, we have been doing that for so many weeks. We can go for our holiday ourselves. We do not need to worry because we have a group of committed. The important is you have to build up your people. Mm. Mm. You train up people, you build up people, take care of people. And then from there, they are committed to you. They are able to help, help you to grow mm. the business. Mm-hmm. So we can take a week or off, two weeks off to go holiday. Doesn't the business still continue to run? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the important is there's a system that franchise is there to help. The marketing material is there, marketing menu is there, the operation menu is there, everything is there. So imagine you don't have. I think in the beginning you have to twenty four by seven. But it can uh, call. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, fine. <laughs> uh, stay in the kitchen yeah, or yeah, stay yeah. of school. Very stressed. Very stressed. And yeah. then you are not sure, and your guys are also not sure, mm-hmm. and also not sure, leading not sure. Mm, yeah. Mm, so mm. does it mean that that a lot of time you're being wasted? Mm. These are all opportunity costs. Okay, but if I contextualize, right? So I think a lot of our listeners they will be like, you know, middle high income earners, right? They make decent money, you know, they they work on very professional jobs, lah, right? And then on the side, they got all this money sitting around, and then they are looking at like, okay, should I invest in property? Should I do stocks? You know, should I do a franchise? Right. So we rule out the first two. We're not here to compare, right? But I want to understand a little bit, like, if I continue to hold a full time job, very mm. intense work in finance you know like in CBD how will it look like for me if I franchise a business this this one is quite similar to my personal experience uh, 16 years ago when I was working with a big IT company I think it's similar things mm, right mm, yeah. uh, money is good and uh, do not need to worry about money every yeah. day even if you don't go to work people should pay you money right? <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to business then we decided to make a change in our life want to have our better control we think hey doing your own business you have a better control of your life yes that's true you can better control your own time but that comes with a lot of stress lah. this month you got no income you still have to pay your stuff mm, mm. yeah so we decided that we want to make a difference in our own life mm. and that's why we step out from our very stable job good income to something that we are unfamiliar with so you never go through a transition period where you also hold the job no, and I run don't, the franchise I don't do that I, yeah. I have a person that when, once I decide I want to go full, <laughs> full force okay 16 years ago my kids are very small so we are actually looking for ways to, to deal with our kids so then we're looking around and we found my gym and we found another concept about parenting mm. so in fact myself my wife actually decided to leave our job at the same time wow both an IT world wow yeah, I mean, probably very ballsy our, yeah. our, our <laughs> top of our career I would say do you yeah. regret that actually <laughs> because now you are a success bias right like after you finish already you succeed you come out the other end then you'll be like wow you know you can but if you wind back 16 years ago you have two young kids you yeah. and your wife both yeah. quit your job do a franchise is that yeah. what you will recommend people to do today no no I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend people to take our kind of path mm-hmm. I would say what is 
is a more managed husband part. and wife go without <laughs> yeah. a job and, and just throw everything away yeah. do something that you like when I was doing that 16 years ago people are saying hey, you guys are nuts yeah, I you still think you are nuts <laughs> <laughs> I still think you are nuts yeah. Yeah, one person yeah. should be working one person should be doing the business mm. but we then decided that IT yes it's very good very fast but I think we just want to have better control and we mm. want to do something that is meaningful our own life. Mm-mm. So I decided to be educations. Mm-mm. But have yeah. at that point in time, you've probably accumulated quite a good buffer la, financially yes. to give us some context. Yes, you're right that we accumulated some good buffer, but when you go in the business, <laughs> your business you're, you're, all your buffer all become no buffer. <laughs> so, so what was your original idea when you went in? Like how much buffer you have in your head, right? To be like, okay, I got three years, I got five years. And then when you go into a business, they'll be like, oh my God, actually I only got 80 months you know like yeah. is there something like that to be frank i don't have all these things in my mind at the time uh-huh. but today let me let's say i i will do you it do again, again or yes. i advise the mm. the audience here right mm. you must putting a sum of money that doesn't affect your family Mm. family is always first family first so you put aside the money and you have to assume that this money is going to be totally lost mm. then your mind is really in peace mm-hmm. then you can go all the way to chong mm-hmm. and make it successful very focused Razor sharp focus on it. Don't think about other things. And build, 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 build. Yeah, but now if you money not enough, and then you at the same time you're building, at the same time your family is chasing you for money, then you're actually torn in between. Mm, it's mm. gonna be very tough. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would not advise husband and wife go all out mm. like us in the past. <laughs> But we enjoy every moment of our journey <laughs> along the way. Can't call together, yeah. right? Why <laughs> <laughs> well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Never regret of going into business. Mm-hmm. Fair, yes. fair. I, I hear you. I hear you. So, <laughs> so then, I, I think one thing about the whole uh, risk management of, of these moves, right? Going in and trying to do all these things. Give us a bit of idea, you know, going into a business like your specific uh, to the education franchise type of situation, right? How long do I need to be in the business following the whole system to get to a position where I can start to draw a decent pay? A lot of people will say that, hey, I do my own business, I don't draw pay. No, oh. I think that shouldn't be the thinking. Mm. I think that the day one you go into a business, you draw pay. Mm. Yeah, mm. that reflect your real business performance. But then you don't draw an exorbitant mm. number, right? Mm. you start a small little cafe you don't draw $10,000 <laughs> based on your IT job or if you based can on draw your... I will <laughs> join you yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so you, you have to be fair to your business partner uh, if you have shareholders mm. yeah mm. you don't draw a big number mm. well mm. a lot of startups they draw big numbers I, mm. I know so don't draw a big number but you have to draw money mm. yeah mm. You, you shouldn't be doing for free but ultimately the business belongs to you but don't forget you have other shareholders so you have to be responsible mm. okay but I say when I say day one. Day one, okay. First month. Okay. Draw a small one slowly and the performance is doing well. You draw a bit more and then you give yourself dividends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair, fair. That, that, is, a, that yeah. is a good view. If right? you don't draw money, then you're totally zero. Yeah. Then yeah. you keep financing the company, your yeah. business, then that, that is not the real reflection about your performance or your business. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a good view because I think I think a lot of people do have that thought that, you know, I do my own business, I don't take don't take salary on. Right. Mm. They listen to all the rubbish on the, <laughs> on the internet. Mm. It's like all oh, these are big tech companies, you know, they take one dollar salary, that is their problem, right? They got huge flows in, in other ways. But you're running a, a franchise or like a smaller business 
business, you're trying to start from that ground. I think some sort of a small yeah. pay is a, is a good yes. place to be. Yes. Okay, okay, fair. So then when, now we talk a little bit about the whole like choosing a franchise, right? Like how do I go about choosing a franchise? What what works for me? I mean, my goal is definitely to succeed, right? If I, if I choose a franchise, yeah. how do I think about this? What is the landscape? First is you choose something that you you like. Don't follow the wind. And, uh, Our franchise also got a win one. Huh? Example, <laughs> example, right? Let's say you like undertaking type of job. I never said I like undertaking. I'm just shocked that undertaking got franchise. You know that, 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 that kind of business is fine. Uh -huh. It doesn't mean that you cannot make money. It can also make a lot mm -hmm. of money, right? If you're talking about money and returns. So choose something that you really like. For mm -hmm. us, we like education. We, we go into education. Mm. Yeah, like your podcast because you are good in that. Mm. You do that as a franchise. But then the win is that like everybody want to do F&B mm. but you actually don't like to cook. Mm. You don't yeah. like to eat and you go and do F&B. I can tell you the real success for you is going to be not that easy because you really don't like. Mm. You go in the kitchen, you feel that smelly. You feel oily. <laughs> very hot. <laughs> very hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very wet. Aircon is only outside only, I tell you. Yeah. Right? You go so, to the kitchen, no aircon. <laughs> yeah. So how do you, how do you be successful, right? Uh, uh, your uh, people uh. ask, hey, the, the chef, come into the kitchen, and no, I don't go in there. Mm, mm, you know? mm. So do something that you, you like. That is the first thing that you should choose. La. Okay, okay. Yeah. Can you help us elaborate the franchise ecosystem? Like, who is the franchisor? You know, how does it work, right? Is there master franchise? You know, uh, how, yeah, is there like a different tier to, to this yeah. whole thing? In franchise world, there are basically, make it very simple, there are three tiers. There are maybe more than that. So three tiers. One is the master franchise, which is a brand owner. Then the next level is the country franchise. So that let's say Singapore, like we are the master franchise Z of Singapore. Mm. But we don't own the brand. We just own the rights. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So the rights belong to somebody, right? So that's master, country master franchisee. Then the next level is called area developer. So in Singapore, it's too small. So we talk about Indonesia. <laughs> so like... Jakarta, it can be an area developer. Mm. So I can own the area developer rights for the whole Jakarta. Mm. Mm. Then I can actually go inside there. I open up my own outlets. That's, we call it sell-owned outlets. And then you can actually sub-franchise. It depends whether you can sub-franchise. Some franchisor will not allow you to sub-franchise. Some will allow you to sub-franchise. It really depends on the franchise agreement rights. But the master franchise can sub-franchise. You know what I mean? So master country, area developer, and the next level is called a single unit franchise. Mm -hmm. So single unit, you can just open one. Okay. Very simple. Like if I'm Tampanis, I open in Tampanis. Mm -hmm. I cannot open in somewhere else. If I want to open somewhere, you go and talk to the master again can open the second outlets in Bordeaux, example. Right? Okay. So okay. you can, from there, you can own multiple units. Mm. So some people do multiple units. Okay. Okay. For clarity's sake, right? So there's the brand owner, right? The franchisor. The franchisor. All right. So they decide the processes, the branding, the, the manual, the SOP, everything, all they create one, right? Yes. So then after they create this thing, they go out to look for franchisees, right? People yes. that want to franchise, right? And then the first layer, which is the biggest layer, will be the master franchisee, country. right? Master. Or the country franchisee, right? Which is you, right? In, in this brand yes. that you own. Okay, then after that, if the country very big, then you can have area developer. Area developer. So like a smaller franchise within a region, essentially, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you go further down, then you're a single unit owner. Yes. Right? Or single yes. franchisee. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. So master, area and then single right essentially Correct. essentially that's the idea you graduate yeah okay thank you yeah <laughs> FLA can engage me yes. <laughs>
please talk to him. Yeah, yeah, please talk to me. Say, 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 say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, if I, my context is the same, yeah? so I'm a young professional, I have some money sitting around and then I want to do franchise. What kind of franchise structure should I go into? Should I do the master franchise of a brand or should I just go on a single franchise, you know, of a much bigger brand? Because that is what I expect, okay. right? So different level, the three level there. If you go to highest highest level, which is country, mm. definitely the franchise fees is a lot more. What are we looking at? Typically six digit and a lot more, mm. right? Then you come to the second level, area developer. It can be also a six digit, but maybe a lower six digit mm. or five digit. So the first the digit. first six digit is the, the, is the very high yeah, one, yeah, close high. to the seven type of six, six digit. Correct. Right? Okay. Let's say you buy a, a very large brand, right? The whole mm. entire country definitely mm. has to charge you six digits, sometimes seven digits. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Then the next level is area developer. Area developer, lower value. And then this last is single unit, cheaper. So it really depends. Right? Mm. Two things have to depend. One is your aspirations. Mm. <laughs> yeah. If you want to have small aspiration, then don't go for the bigger. Mm. Mm. You go for a single first. Mm. Yeah. Mm. As you gain experience, then you go for the next level and next level. Mm. Yeah. Then depends on whether the country has already a master or not. So if the country already have master, then you cannot be a master anymore. If the Jakarta already have an area developer, the country rights owner may not want to give another rights to the area developer. So you lost that. Mm. So it really depends on your aspiration. You have to play in the world Cup, you better yeah, you better have, back up, yeah, right? You play Singapore small little uh, S League, S League, Bodo Stadium, then you have Tempris Rovers, Tempris Rovers. It depends on your aspiration. Mm, so mm. and the cost, in fact, mm. whether you have the investment, the financial capabilities. Okay, okay. Give us a bit that. more color on the master franchise. Right? Let's say I'm trying to be a master franchise of an education brand like yours, right? Other than putting up the fee to buy the franchise model and the whole SOP, everything. Are there certain other things that usually they will make me do? Like open a training center oh, yeah, or something, yeah. you know, like, like you know, like yeah. be part of the back-end process. Yes, yes, definitely. So once you're, you're a master, right, even area, somehow can be quite similar to a certain extent. Mm. Sometimes they will ask you, you must have a training center. Mm. Like Jakarta is very big. They need you to have a training center to train the people. If not, you make your own one or the center be a training center. That's mm. fine. That then you are asked to commit to a number of outlets. It can be 10 outlets, 20 outlets. It depends. It really depends on the brand and depends on the market acceptance. How many outlets can be in one location, mm. in one area? Mm. or in one country. So there's a commitment. Mm. Mm. Yeah. If you can't reach a commitment, the brand owner may say that, hey, thank you, you know, we have to find another person. Ah. So there's... Yeah. So, but they always give you a certain period. It could be 10 years, it could be 15 years. It really depends. Mm. Okay, okay. It will not be a short number of years, but it's typically a 10, 15, 20 years that kind of time frame. Okay, okay. And then based on the what the brand owner wants, uh, you, you come to an arrangement. Can negotiate, all right? These kind of things. Uh, yes. Okay, okay. So then something like a Waffle Town, let's say they only have one outlet here. It, that is also a franchise, right? In that sense, are they like a country manager or are they just single unit? Single unit. Single mm. unit does basically you just manage your own technical uh, unit. Uh, you uh, do uh, not need to have country manager, mm, no need why you are just single unit. Mm, why do you have country manager? You just have a branch manager, which is yourself or you appoint some, some mm, branch mm, manager. Mm, mm. To manage your outlet, that's all. Okay, okay. So then if I decide to be a single franchise owner of a much bigger brand, right? Let's say something yes, like, Subway. I don't know, Subway, 7-Eleven, mm. Kumon, I don't yeah. know, one of those guys, right? Yeah. Like huge, huge brand. I just want to be one of them. What is my expectation going in other than the franchise fees and how much will it cost actually to, to do a franchise? I do not know their franchise okay, fees. Okay. So uh, I'm not here to sell for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're not, no, no. But you want so, me to sell for yeah, you, you can kind of yeah, DM I think me. You have to approach, <laughs> approach the brand itself. Yes, uh, yes. The, how, much, how much are they charging? Mm, mm. So your question is what is to what do you expect 
expect yes, to do. Yes, yeah, it? what do I expect to do? I think the first thing they need to expect to do is really to dirty your hand. Mm, mm, you, mm. you cannot be lazy, sit down there and, and hope that a franchise business were really successful. Mm, Doesn't mm. mean that you buy a franchise, you'll be successful. Even mm. I give you a menu of how to repair a phone. Can you really repair the phone? Doesn't mean that you must go and work on it, right? So you have to dirty your hand. Mm, mm. Yeah, go and familiar the system follow the system, do exactly what the master tell you to do, mm. follow exactly. If you want to tweak as later part, you can tweak a little, but it's really proven that why you need to go and do a major rehaul or repair of the system. You can repair a system, sometimes you get assigned to bigger trouble mm. because mm. you don't follow a system, the master will come Hey, how come you don't follow my system? Yeah. How come everybody give one become... ham, you give two ham? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you're McDonald's, you, know, you have to have one picker, but you put five picker. You know, it, it doesn't allow you to anyhow do, right? Yeah, you high lung, right? Yeah. Oh, the franchisee will come and attack yeah. you. No, no, you follow the system because okay. it's already work. Okay, in okay. Singapore, it has already worked in the worldwide. Mm, mm, mm. Then why you need to go and make too much changes? Mm, okay. Yeah. And in the franchising structure, usually there is some sort of a upfront fee and then there's some sort of a royalty or, or something. Yeah. Is, is that how everyone so works? Very common typical franchise payment is three fees. Lah. Okay. One is really about you say on uh, a franchise fee. So you that's one one time you pay a outright. Franchise fees, X dollars. It range between five digit or six digit, depend different brand, different brand. And then there's a royalty fees. You pay a royalty fees, X percentage of a royalty fees. Yeah. So and it's then, on sales. Yeah, on sales. Okay. There are two. Some some people will say on sales, X percentage on revenue collected, not on profit, okay? mm-hmm. on revenue collected. Or you negotiate for a fixed price, a fixed fees. Uh, uh, X thousand dollars a month. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the next is the marketing fees because they need to maintain a brand. They need to market a brand. They collect a marketing fees from you, but that is a smaller percentage compared to the royalty fees. But on the restaurant in the FMB side, there's another thing that you need to purchase all the ingredients from them. Supplier. Like yeah. That. Like you are a bakery or a bread shop, you buy the flour and buy the eggs from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they actually can give you a better price. Uh, why do you need to go to NTC and buy your things? Buy your own. <laughs> Wait. Uh, so they usually wanna... get a better price, or they, they will get a better price. Oh, so I they don't presume. mark up and try to make another they, round? I think they, 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 may, they may mark up but they buy in volumes, right? Uh, you buy 10, 8, 20, 800, uh, I buy uh, millions of 8,000. Uh, 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 so I think they, have, they kind of have a better cost and they can pass down the benefits to the franchisee. Okay, okay, fair. And then usually the kind of time frame that we're looking at, is there a time frame for the franchise to essentially make or break? Like, is, it, is it like if I'm a single unit person, I sign from you, say I want to open my gym at Amokyo, right? right? And if it doesn't work, when will you tell me to like, cannot work, you should close shop? Or is the rights in me that I can I can decide when I want to close? Yes. So there are two ways of franchise license being terminated, right? Mm. One is you terminate yourself. Like, I want to retire. This is not a business I want. I want to stop. Then you terminate the thing. Yeah. Another way is that the master terminate you. Mm-hmm. Because you breach the contract. Because you put I five people. You put two you put five people. <laughs> I tell you many times, you still don't do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Then they, they ask you, okay, you stop. They're not following my system. Mm-hmm. They terminate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's really two ways. So when to terminate yourself, it's up to you. <laughs> when will the master terminate you, it's up to the master. The master. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So one is based on performance. Uh, one is whether you follow right. the system. Uh, yeah. it's, it's two different things. Yeah. So do you have a failed experience to share? You know, like, like I mean, I'm sure you open many different franchises. So yeah, do you have something that you thought it will work and then you failed, go failed in? Experience? I have 
hear from people, uh, mm. from friends as well, as a franchisee, right? Why mm. did it fail, right? Yeah. The first reason, let's say they fail. One thing is maybe you really choose a franchise that doesn't suit you. Mm. You did not do your homework about the, the master, the brand itself. And there are people who start a franchise business when the processes are not proven. They are not tested for many years. It could be month one, they start a business. Month six, they start the franchise. And people are willing to buy the franchise. Because they are so busy, so good business, they start to buy the business. But the systems are not tested. Mm. And uh, menus are not there. Well, the creators, the brand owners are still trying to figure out their their, their role, Mm. trying to perfect their own recipe. But then you come because they are willing to sell one then you buy and that then you fail. Yeah, you blame the, the, the master aid. Why don't they so support this and that? Mm. So that's one reason why people fail. Second reason is after you buy a franchise, it doesn't mean that you will sure make money. Mm. If you are lazy, you cannot blame the master that the brand is lousy, right? The brand is has been there for so many years, has been proven for many countries, for many outlets, but yours failed. Mm. Failed because it could be it choose, it choose the wrong locations or you are just not focused. You leave everything to your staff and you don't take care of staff. And that feel, that's very normal, right? Mm. It's common sense, right? Yeah, so this forms the 15% of franchising. Yeah. That, that and, and, and another reason is could be also the, the masters uh, walk away from the business. So In what sense? Exam- example, I heard about he started a franchise, he was doing very well. But now you see, oh, China is very good. Boom, their whole focus from Singapore is switched to China. Mm. They put their entire effort in China and they forgot about Singapore. Mm, mm. And that's why they don't take care of the franchisee. The franchisee called the master, the master also re- don't, don't care, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that could be also a reason. So choosing a, a franchisor who cares is also important. Mm, mm. Yeah. I like that you've shared a lot of a lot of very good things, you know, for, for us to have a better, you know, kind of thought around around franchising and mm. everything, right? But you said one thing which is about doing your homework, right? And I always like to ask people, right? when you tell me do my homework, do my research, right? You must tell me what to homework, ma, what to read out upon, what to look out for, you know, in deciding yeah. a master franchise. Yeah, other than my own interest. So I check my interest already. I want to run an education brand. Okay. Right. Then I go in. What homework should I do? Okay, check a few things. Mm. Research about the brand. Go and try the programs yourself. You buy an education, you go and try the program yourself. Let's say, for example, you buy a tuition brand. Bring your kids there to try. Yeah, talk to the people there. Don't know, don't know. Let your kids yeah. take a break. Uh. Yeah. Really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Kids also must participate in your franchise. Right. Yeah. So try it yourself. You want, you like the restaurant brand, go and try the brands. Mm-hmm. Try the food, whether it's good or not. Talk to the staff there, you know. Feel about the customer service, this and that. So you basically, you feel the system, whether, yeah, and then, I mean, now Google so many, right? Mm-hmm. Go and read about the reviews. Mm. These are homework that you need to do. Once you anchor into one brand already, one then try to understand the person who behind it running the, the show. You can ask around. The next step is about uh, negotiating about the fees. Wait, we're trying to un- can, 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 can I want to ask you a little bit about like finding about the master franchise or the or the person behind the scene, right? What do you look out for? Because different people will look out for different, you know, it's it's not a one size fit all, but when you decide to work with this brand, what, what do you look out for? I think one thing is the chemistry between... Is, this is like a marriage, you know? So mm. you are married wow. a, a guy. So elevated. You, you talk to the owner already mm. or you talk to the franchise manager. Normally, a lot of times you talk to the franchise manager if the brands are big, sometimes somehow might not be able to reach the owner of the brand. Mm. Yeah, mm. the franchise. Then you, you you understand the philosophy of the company, mm. the way that they deal with things. Same as you are not aligned with you or not. 
Mm-hmm. The mission is it align with you or not? And if it doesn't align, then you know it's a tail sign that you shouldn't go with with that mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. There, there are many other many other brands in the market. Why do you need to stick with the brand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it, it does sound like there's a shopping process, uh. Yes. Right. How how long do you think people should shop for? There's there's no there's, there's no, no. You can start today slowly. Three five years later, then you do a franchise. It's it's it's, it's, it's really up to you. For mm. us, we start very fast, lah. Yeah, I, I know, say, Both quit, la, Go into the business, we, right? <laughs> we decide about half a year, but the locations is hard to come by. We took a year to find the right location. Oh. So it really depends on the economy. Like today, you find a location is very easy. Mm-hmm. There's many empty, <laughs> many empty, empty lots. Yeah. Lots Upside renovating everywhere. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. By the time when we're in, it's really packed. There's no place. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's it's not easy. Yeah, yeah, it's good, and and I think that has a lot of composure involved in in knowing that this is not a right location with Tarek first. Yeah, you know? and yeah. I, I cannot just just go in because the no. the, the numbers are not don't, small, right? Don't, yeah. don't rush. Yeah, don't, don't rush, rush into, into it. Into okay, it. okay. Yeah, this mm. is like you find it out. Like some of the business are not you do not need to be location based. Mm. Like you run IT consulting or marketing agency mm. anywhere can right. You don't need to find a, mm. a specific location, right? Yeah. not a retail. Yeah, fair, yeah, so fair. That's easier. Fair, fair. Yeah, I saw, I saw. I went for one of your events. I saw, wow, security also can franchise. Ah, right? Like yeah. all the cameras and everything. So, wow, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, please, please head for the event. Check it out. They always got interesting things. Uh, dance, school, uh, everything. Oh, everything you can think of. And, and many things you cannot think of, you will find at FLA Fair. Right? And not sponsored. Uh, okay? <laughs> next time, next time they must sponsor us. Uh, right? The us go and film. Uh, right? Okay. But are there certain numbers, right, that we should crunch when we are looking at a franchise? Like, is there a certain model of like okay I take out 100,000 upfront fee plus another 100,000 capital to like set up the thing and then how should I think about it are there certain numbers that I have to crunch before deciding that this is the franchise other than feel I like it I like the people yeah. you know yeah. are there numbers so now no more feeling right so you, yeah. you you're, you're about about not yeah. about feeling anymore yeah, yeah, you're yeah. about the physical technicalities yes yes uh, first thing is that whether how much money you're gonna you fuck up. So let's say you have no money issue. Now you look at the accounting financial side, uh, whether you can return or not. Mm. I think everybody will want a ROI at the shortest time possible. Yeah. Right. So it depends. Uh, I cannot tell you uh, how long it takes to ROI or return on investment. Like I sell our business, we are pretty fast. We return investments in the first uh, one and a half years, I would say at that time, 16 years ago. Okay. When there was yeah. not many of these, you <laughs> know, now the, the whole yeah. area is uh, filled with... So we return yeah. our principal, right? To our mm. shareholders, right? Mm. But today it takes about 12 months or sometimes one half years. Mm. Yeah, mm. that kind of things. It's still quite fast, or, right? Or people could go up to two years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the parameter of thought. Yeah. Like, one year, one year, year, two, one year two, years, to two years. You, investment. you, know, you should get back your yeah. capital and, and, yeah. and all so that. So another one is that you also look into the cash flow, you know, mm. whether yeah. uh, how long it takes to churn out a positive cash flow. Mm. If you churn out positive cash flow, then you can contribute to your principal return, right? Yes, yes. If you are negative, negative, then you cannot. Lah. Yeah. So again, different business has different cash flow than positive. Mm. I, yeah, it, it has to do your homework. Lah. Will the franchisor guarantee or pledge something like, a, okay, no. we estimate, or is there like some sort of model estimation? Uh, no. No franchisor will, will guarantee you Say like six months, we will yeah. turn around. Don't no, have. they were not. Okay. They were not okay. uh, guarantee mm. you. So then, from your experience, because it really depends. So many. Yeah, yeah. There are many factors. There are many factors. factors right? Yes, yes. Many, many. Market things. conditions. Yeah. You, you are the main factors. Mm-hmm. The person 
running a business, the main factors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So then estimate how much, how long if I, on average, la, if I do a franchise rather than I start my own business, how long is my negative burn, right? Before the cash flow start to turn positive because that should be factored into my run rate, right? If, if I think about it. Yeah. Different business, different again. Mm-hmm. Right? Just use yours, it's okay. Um, mm. Like some other business, the first month, it can be turned positive. Right? Oh. Month one can be a positive cash flow. Mm. Month two can be positive cash flow. So it really depends. Mm. Yeah. Some people who take six months to be turned positive, nine months as well. Mm. But yeah. these are the questions that you should ask the master franchise, yeah, right? Yeah. When you talk to them. You can, you can, yeah, ask, yeah. You can ask them. So based on their experience, yes. they, they will say, oh, third month, mm. I can do a positive cash flow. Mm, yeah mm, mm. so it really depends okay yeah yeah, yeah. there's no fix of course more there's dance, no, no fix it's, it's more of like giving our audience a frame of thought around like what you should ask what you should think about yeah. you know and, and, and all but that doesn't mean that business can do a third month positive cash flow you'll be successful again no mm. it doesn't mean that way right maybe a six yeah. month not positive so, again lockdown yeah so you, you don't know right <laughs> sometimes it could be people who are six months after that you fly boom. Mm-hmm. yeah there is always a period that, that you need to camp okay uh, camp uh, need, yeah, you need camp like camping one oh, so. <laughs> you need to put aside some kind of work capital mm-hmm. yeah. so how much are we looking at from a are we, when we talk about putting aside working capital are we thinking it from a month to month kind of basis like is it a runway type of view yes. like 12 months yes. 18 months is it yes. like that yes mm-hmm. I would suggest normally you have to put minimally, I think, six months of a burn rate well, there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do you use up all the six months? I say will not have, mm. will not be like because every month you got revenue coming, mm, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean that every zero income, zero income, zero for six months. Then you tell already. You tell already. Yeah. yeah, cannot be. The third so month you should call your franchise you already. <laughs> like some huh? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You put six yeah. months normally, it lasts you much longer than six months. Okay, okay. Yeah, so essentially my estimation of how much I need to go into a franchise will be franchise fee, the setup cost, and at least a six-month kind of runway for working capital. And then this whole thing should add up together as the amount of money I should prepare yes. when going into it. Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. You open a restaurant or open an education, it's a different outlay. Eh? Of course. Oh. Because you build a restaurant, you know, the whole entire yeah. renovation. The exhaust is 50,000, <laughs> yeah. uh, everything. Yeah, yeah you yeah, run so. an education tuition center, it's just rooms and rooms, right? Yeah, the yeah. restaurant is different. You have to buy all the machines. Yes, So yes. the investment, offline investment is totally a different different animals fair 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 very very interesting so when it comes to franchise and licensing there's always newer and newer interesting models out there right there's people always innovate what is the latest most interesting things that you personally think is like it's a man interesting because maybe i've been this part i see a lot right so i don't really feel that there's really many many new things but last time i can't think of the previous few years ago is the laundry shops like Ah. the law shop houses, they convert the whole entire shop and put a lot of washing machines there. Mm, 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 and then there was like, like a new things at that time. Mm, mm, That's many years already. Lately, I don't, I don't see any uh, very new things that I, I, I notice. Nothing catches your eyes. Yeah. We had a lot of pop pao cha, many pop Yeah, pao pao cha. It's like pop pao cha never ends. It's like the third, third cycle already. First was the sweet talk cycle, right? And then the, the koi kung cha cycle. And then now there's a whole new, I don't, don't know. Oh, so many. Oh my God, yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, the, the pop pao cha is quite crazy. Yeah. What is your take on chasing trends? Because I remember in the opening of the show, you talk a little bit about like, you know, uh, franchises also got trends. People will chase trends. You know, like what's your take on chasing trends? I think don't chase the trends. Do what you're passionate about. Mm. Do the industry that you like the most. Mm. 
you are today a trend, tomorrow it may change. Mm. Yeah, you have to really do a homework. Like our My Gym brand has been in the world for coming to 40 years. Mm. Mm. Very long and keep multiplying. Today, My Gym already sent about 600 outlets in many, many different countries. So mm. it keeps growing that way. If you chase a trend, brand new, the trend can just come and go. As yeah. you mentioned just now, right? Yeah. You can come and go. Then you are just more than hanging there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to really have some wisdom about it. Yeah, of course, of course. And I think that's the whole idea of franchising, right? You're trying to increase your success rate. You better go and find one that has been there, proven, you know, has been around yeah. for a long time. And I, I think Doesn't that's that have to be a long, long time. Uh, At least have uh, some period of history in the past. Mm, Don't mm. go for the overnight brand, you know, today, mm. wow, then after that you go and franchise them. I know, I've, I've seen some of those. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like the, wow, like that, six months can start already, right? Right, so. I was cool. saying, in the past, I started a brand in less than six months. Um, That's like 16 years ago and I was doing my gym and then I opened another brand, a kids club. So I run a very big kids club. And in the market, it's only three big brands, myself and then two other brands. In short of six months only, I have China investors come to us. Eric, can I franchise your brand? And then being a new person in the past, I said, sorry, la, I don't know franchise. Uh, uh. I don't know how to franchise. Mm, 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 no, mm, la, mm. we are just so new. Six months early, we don't even have operation men. <laughs> so we turn them away. Turn, uh, turn, uh, turn them uh, away. Uh. Yeah, so you have to do your homework. La. Okay, okay. Fair, fair. Cool, cool. I, I think you've shared a lot. Like, yeah. So hopefully our listeners after listening have a better frame of mind when thinking about like franchising and, and, and all that. It's an easier way. Mm, mm. It's an easier way. And uh, the success rate is higher. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah. shout out for the next FLA event? Like, is there <laughs> anything you want to Go and visit flasingapore.org. And oh. uh, if you're looking for a franchise that you want to buy, interested about franchising, go to flasingapore.org. Mm. The next coming show is there, you know, and uh, there are many brands inside there. Go and do a shopping inside the uh, FLA website. Mm-hmm. and go and read about it I'm sure you'll get a lot of information inside there if you're still not sure give FLA a call uh, write, write to us yeah. in FLA great great are you still looking for a single franchisee or you own sell run the whole thing I'm more looking for a country franchise uh, for different countries like Indonesia we are trying to get into Indonesia uh, trying to get into Malaysia and Philippines so we are looking for a country specific partners mm, a long term mm. partner that we can bring my gym into a different height Nice. In those countries. Nice. Singapore is being very small, but those countries are bigger. Yeah. yeah. Bigger market okay. for us. So Drop your email. Okay. What's your email? Uh, you can write to me at uh, Eric Lim at uh, my gym, M-Y-G-Y-M, very simple, mygym.com.sg. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Thanks Eric for coming Lim. on the show. Yes. Lovely. Lovely. Stay tuned all the way after these quick notes for our personal money question segment. Before that, I hope you've learned something useful today. Join our Telegram group, follow us on our socials, and check out thefinancialcoconut.com. So, what is your best and worst investment you've ever made? Worst investment, I think, to me, is my stock market. La. <laughs> I thought, la, That's why he in franchise. La. <laughs> because really, right. yeah, stock market, you are not in control, no? You mm. cannot control the economy. You cannot control how the company do things. Mm. Mm. I lost money. Mm. So zero-sum game, right? So market, I lose money. Somebody have take my money away mm. off the table. Mm. Right? Mm. So I'm franchising, doing our own business. 
is I can control. I mm. like the control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So what's the best investment then? My gym. <laughs> <laughs> I think best best investment uh, to me is in the education. I, I I see so many. My gym is one of them. Even my own mission of uh, parenting movement. That's another very good investment that I see life being transformed. I see children growing up with us healthily and with a positive attitude. And uh, in my parental uh, movement, we help thousands and thousands of parents to become very, very good parents. So that's the best investment. For money-wise, that's from the from the returns of, of investment like the people are having transformed. That's, that's the mm. best investment. Mm, nice. Okay. Last question. One place you learn that you think is underrated, right? It can be a particular book. It can be a website, a YouTube channel, can be a podcast. Any one place you learn that you want to shout out for that you think more people should know about this thing? Coconut. So, <laughs> it's fine. Many people know already, right? Don't need to shout out for us. But. Oh, yes. I have one. This book called Half Time. Half Time. Yes. Okay. Who wrote it? What is it about? This book, you go and check half time. This book is a fantastic concept that all of us should know. It's about talking about how do we transform ourselves from a success to do something that is significant. Mm, mm. So, like in our career, right? You will grow your career, become very mm. successful, or do a business whatever to a very successful stage, and then after that, you will surely drop. Mm. Everybody will have to drop. Your age will catch you out, right? You go up there and you you will drop. So by before it drop, we create another curve called mm. the significant curve. Mm. That significant curve will bring you up to a next level of success. Mm. Yeah, mm. and doing something that is significant to your life, to your family, and to other people's. It's not about your success. Mm. It's not about other people's success. So uh, underrated because still have many, many people doesn't know about halftime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, shout out to halftime. Yeah. Yes, halftime. Thank you. Thank you for your time.